Hi guys, it's been a long time since I've done this. I think last time I did this, it was like November, I think. I did a little episode from London. I was recording with one of the microphones that Daniel sent me. Thank you again, Daniel. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, and the quality wasn't as good because obviously I wasn't in a studio. I was under a blanket recording, trying not to go out of breath. Because <laughs> Daniel told me, he was like, look, I'll, I'll send you pictures of Travis Scott <laughs> recording under a blanket. This is how you got to do it. And I legit looked at these pictures. I think it was Travis Scott, wasn't it? Yeah? Yeah, it was yes. Travis Scott. I was looking at these pictures of Travis Scott and it kind of like inspired me. I was like, hey, I'm just going to like record under this blanket. And I'm telling you, I was sweating by the end of that episode because I, you know, like... I only had my fucking breath under that blanket. I was suffocating. And obviously the quality is not the same as um, studio quality. And I really, really am the kind of person when it comes to my work, especially lately, I just really wanted to be really good apart from that. I just feel like this is what people deserve as well. I myself, as much as I like, you know, indulging in all sorts of works from people, I care about quality a lot and that's why I didn't do any more episodes because I was like the next episode I'm recording has got to be good. <sighs> that's one reason I haven't been active. Apart from that, you guys know there were like there was a lot that I actually um told you I was working on and I have been working on them, but I'm recording this episode because I want to come clean about something and I want to talk about something that has been really heavy on my chest these past months. And I feel like a lot of people will be able to relate to this. And once I kind of get this out there and open up about this topic, I feel like I will feel a lot easier about everything as well. And I've promised authenticity from the very beginning um, so I'm going to stay real just as my name actually means. So yeah, these past months I've been suffering under severe imposter syndrome. I'm just in a place where I feel like everything I've produced so far and everything I've done professionally in the career that I'm doing never was enough. I feel like everything I've put out is not even close to what I would wish it would be. And, you know, everyone, even the very confident people can relate to this when I say sometimes you doubt your work, sometimes you doubt your skills and talents. And it is kind of OK to a certain degree because, you know, you're supposed to be um, self-critical to a healthy degree as well. But... It kind of got worse over time to the point that um, it wasn't healthy anymore. It really wasn't. I just got to a point where I realized that my imposter syndrome actually became something that was stopping me from doing what I love doing. And I love writing and I love voicing my opinion. I love doing what I do. I genuinely do. And I don't imagine like, I really can't imagine doing anything else but writing and working in media and working in the fields of arts. I've been doing this since I was a kid. I've never done anything else. I've always been creative. I've only went to creative schools. I did eight years of acting. I did journalism. I painted. I did everything you can imagine in the fields of art. I even did music. Daniel knows it here, too. We both actually did it together. <laughs> So when I say I've always been an artist, I always have been. And my parents always kind of accepted this about me as well. You know, my parents, they're Turkish and usually Turkish families, they expect their children to be lawyers and doctors and shit. And I think a lot of other people from other cultures will understand me as well. Yep. I think Daniel yes, and yes. everyone else in here genuinely this wasn't the case for me when my parents realized how much I love doing what I do. And even when I was just 12, 
my father, for example, he would introduce me to his co-workers and he would say, this is my daughter, Asla. She's going to be a writer. She's going to write books one day. And this has always been the case. So for me, I never imagined doing something else. The only time I actually, you know, started to go out of the fields of art was when I was studying business administration for some time. But that was only because I, again, had imposter syndrome. But I'm 23 years old now. I'm not 17 anymore, you know. When I was um, doing this little business administration degree, I was like 17, 18 and deciding on this. So, you know, I could, of course, I did these kind of mistakes. Of course, I wasn't as confident. Um, but I'm 23 years old now and I'm going on 24. And I've done art all my life. And having imposter syndrome at this age, at this stage in, in my career where everything I've done has been art is so annoying. Because I'm actually sitting at home and thinking, hmm, is it too late to become a lawyer now? Is it too late to change career paths? Maybe I should do something else. Maybe this isn't meant for me. And it's horrible to say this because every time I think of anything else but writing or arts, I just want to cry because it's not what I want to do, but I feel like I need to have something realistic that can bring me some sort of income that can have me stay afloat. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's really difficult being an artist when you're just an artist. And if you want to be an artist, it's really difficult to be an artist and to do something else on the side. Because if you have a 95 job, and I've done this in the past, even though it was still in the field of fashion and it was still something that I liked doing, it still really, really, really came in the way between me and my career as a writer. And only when I stopped working a nine to five job, I was able to fully devote myself to my work. This is when I created Naive. This is when I created stuff that actually showed real results and showed me, hey, this is an actual career. You know, this is something that you actually should be doing. So right now, I'm not doing 95. I haven't been doing 95 since a year now. It's officially a year. And I've been staying afloat somehow. I still don't know. Magically, I always find ways to make money through art. But to be honest, it's tough out here as an artist. And I don't want to give anyone any fa false and fake information on um, how it how it is to be a writer, how it is to be um, an artist. And I try to motivate myself in these past months. I've really, really given my best to not talk down on myself and not to be too harsh to myself because that's not really fair. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just a human being and all I got to do is have some faith and believe that I'm doing my best. But, um, this is not how I felt in the last months. I really went through everything I've ever made. Short stories, my website, Naive, the podcast. I've listened to all episodes like five times in a row in one night. And I was thinking to myself, huh, you sound so fucking annoying, bitch. Like, <laughs> thank you, Daniel. You don't have to say that, though. I just really started questioning everything. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I completely changed my website. I completely changed it. On my Instagram, I had like, I don't know, 200, 300 pictures. I deleted everything. Now I only have like 22 pictures or something like that. Why? Because I looked at my Instagram, at my social media, and I was like, I don't like this. I don't want to look like this. I don't want to be this. This isn't me. The caption doesn't feel like me. This doesn't feel like me. I just felt like I am not myself or I was myself, but I changed and I'm not all of this anymore. So I was like, who the fuck am I? Who the fuck like is doing these things? And am I really being myself? Is my work really the way I want it to be? So this is where the comparison started. Oh my fucking God. I wish I could make it stop. But I still to this day, as I'm recording this, I still sometimes do it. And I don't know how to fucking get rid of it yet. Um, 
I'll just go on social media and I'll look at all the other artists that are in my field that do what I do, but they're way more successful. They have, you know, they're 10 to 100K of uh, followers on Instagram. They're making money with book deals and um, bigger, I don't know, projects that bring them big revenue. And I look at them and I'm thinking, what's missing with my work? What's missing in my work? And what's what can I do to be like them? And I would look at their work. I would look at my work and I'll see world differences. And I'll be like, okay, maybe I'm not good at what I'm doing. And, you know, you know, that's horrible because comparison kills creativity. Comparison kills the artist. Because the beautiful thing about art is that when you create from your like from within yourself and you're being authentic and you're truly being yourself and you just really simply create from the deepest and darkest corners of yourself it's you whatever you produce is 100% you and this is something that i've always wanted i always wanted to be me in my work i never wanted to copy someone's work and i've not i got to say this i've never copied anyone i've never looked at someone's work and tried to copy it but lately, everyone else's work, everyone that's successful has been making me feel like shit. So I have decided to stay a little bit offline with things and not produce or put shit out that I have produced. So how many projects that we do, Daniel? Like how many things did we record since I came back? There were quite a lot. How many did I post? Zero. Zero. And we've done so much. We've recorded two poems. I actually did the video editing. Like, I've done everything. I've recorded some of it in the studio as well. Like, you know, videos in the studio. And I've done photo shootings that I haven't posted. I've been doing photo shootings since December. I've not posted any of this. I was um, shooting on film for a little photography project as well. I took like 30, 40 pictures. I developed them in the dark room. I spent hella money on this. I've not published any of this. I created the second edition of Naive to like 50%. And I was supposed to publish that second edition of Naive um, not too long ago. Actually, it was like January. That was what I had scheduled. But I didn't do it because I looked at it and I was like, yeah, naive, like the first edition was amazing, but I don't know if I can do that again. And I have not said this to anyone, really. I've talked to Alex and Ali about this, my two best friends, to anyone that doesn't know. But I've told them, I've also talked to Tarek, shout out to you, Tarek, by the way. And I said, I hate my fucking work and I hate the artist that I am and I don't know how to change my behavior towards myself. Because I want to publish these things. I want my, you know, pictures out. I want my vo voice out. Um, I want Naive out. I want all these things to be out because I feel the best when I deliver all these things. And I know it means so much to people out there. And I know people don't lie to me when they hit me up and say, Ashley, your work has done this and this to me. And... This has been happening a lot lately as well. I've been in Vienna since mid-December and every time I go outside, somebody will come up to me and say, hey, I, you know, we don't know each other personally. And, you know, most of the time these people don't even follow me on Instagram, but they listen to the podcast or they have read naive spontaneously somewhere. And they tell me that what I wrote, what I said has helped them through breakups has helped them through some difficult times that they've had. And that is the reason I create. I create because I myself, when I went through shit, and even when I went through the best days of my life, m books and music and films, those were the things that were with me in those moments. Those were the things that made life so much sweeter and so much nicer to me. So when I produce, I just want to be like all these things that other artists were to me. And I appreciate people giving me that sort of feedback and I need it more than ever because I'm doubting my work. And it sounds horrible, but I would rather be honest with you guys and tell you guys why I have been slow about things. So I'm coming clean. 
I have been putting my whole career on pause because I just feel so fucking shit about myself. And it does have an effect on everything else in my life because, like I said, I've only been an artist all my life. That's all I fucking know. So because I'm so upset about things, I have been avoiding people. I've been avoiding talking to people, even family members. I'm just a ghost at home. I'll just be home. I'll, you know, stay up until, I don't know, 6, 7, sometimes even 11 a.m. And I'll I'll be doing nothing sometimes. And sometimes I'll just be writing and never publishing any of the shit that I wrote. And a lot of times I'll just be listening to music and crying my fucking eyes out. That's how my nights go. And during the day, I'll be sleeping until 5 or 6 p.m. And mind you, I still go to university. I still have classes to take. I still have projects to do. And to be to be honest, my projects have been going well for university. I've been getting the best of grades that I can possibly imagine. So I do produce for university. But even that success from university doesn't feel like it's motivating me to do more in my life. I just feel so upset because on top of me not being happy with the work that I produce because of this entire pandemic situation and because, you know, London is in lockdown, Vienna is in lockdown, things are not going so well for artists, especially I cannot do certain projects. And I had a major deal just uh, two months ago that I lost because of the fucking pandemic, because I was going to, you know, travel back to London um, 1st of January. But, you know, it was my sister's birthday. I postponed the flight for a couple weeks later. And to my luck, um, I wasn't able to travel back at all anymore because London wouldn't take in flights from Vienna anymore. So I had to stay. This is the reason why I'm still in Vienna. I'm traveling in two weeks. I uh, No, actually one week. I hope I can travel. But because of these delays, I lost a 5K pound deal. 5K means a lot to me, man. 5K means so much to me. I lost that fucking deal and I actually lost money on top of that. So that just really upset me because I'm just thinking, why am I being put for these things where I have no control over shit? And I'm trying to have the best of energy I possibly can have. A lot of people that follow me on Instagram, you guys know I'm very spiritual. I meditate, I manifest. And Daniel, you know, like, when am I really visibly upset? Never. Because I'm actually always positive and optimistic. And it's true, I am. But the reason I am is because I also cry <laughs> at night to not be a bitch. So I'm just like, let me be happy when I'm around people and let me be happy when I'm living. But when I am alone and nobody's bothering me, I can cry about it. I can be upset. So no one really knows. So a lot of people listening to this, they will be surprised about things that they hear right now because they don't they don't know the side about me. But yeah, so as I said, because of all these setbacks and because of all these things, I just feel like a major loser with everything. And I'm just like wasting my days away. I've even actually spoken to my professor about this and told him if I don't attend any if I don't attend any classes, it is because I am probably sleeping because I haven't slept during the whole night. So I'll slept during the morning hours until midday. And when I feel like an extra loser on those days, I don't even sleep at all. So my, you know, my sleep schedule has been shit. And on top of that, I don't even eat anymore. I eat like once a day. I had like one meal today. I don't already feel full. Why? Because I slept until 3 p.m. today. Why? Because I was awake until 7 a.m. And it's upsetting because I know this isn't really me. And I know how to get myself out that negativity. That's why I manifest and meditate. And I genuinely am really thankful for being alive, for being healthy, for having loved ones around me. I'm thankful for Alex. I'm thankful for Ali. I'm thankful for Daniel. I'm very thankful for Tarek and Manar and all these people that have been really putting a smile on my face, especially these past weeks, because they know that I am kind of in a junk right now. And I'm really thankful for... Um, Chris as well, you know who you are. And I really appreciate anyone that's really, really, really 
just being nice to me, just making sure I'm okay, even when they don't know what's going on. And I'm generally very, really grateful for a lot of things in life. I don't want to sound like an ungrateful bitch because at the end of the day, I have a roof above my head. I have very supportive parents. I have amazing sisters that always have my back. I have friends that are, that are always there for me. And I just know that I could be in a worse situation. And I know that everything's in my head and that after all this, there's gonna be something that will prove to me that patience was all that was necessary and that I just need to stay working and need to keep on going and stay on my shit and, you know, not beat myself up too much. But sometimes it's really difficult to control my emotions and control my thoughts. So I do have a lot of self-doubt at the moment. But I promise myself that um, I will be dealing with this. I will not just sit on my negativity. I will not just like accept the fact that I'm a big loser right now. I told myself that what I will do is I will record this episode and tell people how I feel and tell people what I go through and just be real with you guys. One step, I mean, the first step usually is acceptance. And I feel like public acceptance would make it easier for me to actually kill this, you know, imposter syndrome shit that I've been having. And I know that, um, you know, there was a time that I had this and I, you know, worked on these things and I overcame it. And then I went back to being myself. But this time around, it feels very different because this time around, I feel like I'm actually willing to change a lot of things about my art. There is something that has, you know, there's actually a lot that has changed inside of me. I've been very self-reflective ever since this pandemic started. I think a lot of people can relate to this right here. I've actually been questioning a lot about um, myself, my character, past actions, what I've done in the past, um, people I've had in my life in the past, friends and all sorts of people, and jobs that I've done in the past and life lessons that I've learned in the past and um, where I'm headed for the future, what you know, I should be in inside of me, you know, what I should be as the woman that I want to be. And I've been very, you know, crafty about my character. I've been really, really working on parts of me that I've been changing since, um, you know, the pandemic started. And I feel like I really want to reflect this in my art as well. I'm still me. I will always be me. Um, you know, no matter how much you change, in your core, you know, the foundation character, that's always going to remain the same. Even if I've changed so much since 2012, for example, Daniel will be able to tell you that I'm still the same person, even though there's a lot that has changed about me. So I will always be me. But there's some things that I really am not identifying with anymore. And I think actually I have to give Cleo, um, a shout out here because she posted something about this as well, um, about not identifying with certain things in her life anymore and in her character anymore. And I really relate to it because there is a lot that has changed about me. And I just feel like as a woman, as the person that I am today, I'm just a little bit different than what I used to be. Um, I'm a lot more serious about, um, writing I'm a lot more serious about my work and I want to take this so seriously that I don't look forward to you know um making quick money in 95 working a job that I don't really feel if I get a job in in any field it should be the field that I do I don't see myself wasting my talent away because even if I have self doubt I feel like Everything in life has a reason and has a purpose. And no matter how shit I will treat myself, one thing I will never, ever, ever, ever let go of is knowing that I am meant to do this because I, I, you know, I have been doing this forever. And I feel like all the hearts that I've touched, there's a reason for it. I mean, 
Literally, there's a person out there that has my signature tattooed on them. And this girl had met me like twice. And she said that, you know, shout out Victoria. <laughs> Victoria said that my writings had inspired her, had moved something within her, had given her some confidence, had given her some some motivation in life. And, you know, I've had people tell me that they were going to commit suicide, that they haven't done that because of the strength they got through what I was writing, because I was writing about real things and I was being really authentic and real about topics that other people weren't. And it just gave them hope. You know, even people that don't like me, they oh, they still got to admit that I reflect things about life in a way that makes it beautiful almost. And I appreciate that. And I like hearing that. And I feel like this is the reason I'm meant, like I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm meant to do what I'm doing. And I don't want to be a fool. I don't want to fuck my path up because I was being insecure about things for a certain amount of time. I don't think it's fair um, for the for the work I've done so far, for everything I've sacrificed so far, and anyone around me knows I've sacrificed a world lot <laughs> on my career. And I would be an idiot. I really would be an idiot if I just gave up. So everything that I've said, I'm just telling you because I want you to know that this is what the reality of things are that despite my positivity and despite um you know me trying my best and despite all these people you know Loki gassing me up I still am going for things and um I would I just want to be real with these things and I'm working on it so when I put something out, just know that it took so much courage and it took so much fucking bravery for me to come, you know, come clean and 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 just put shit out. So I'm sitting on a couple projects right now. Some of them are huge and I'm really insecure about them. But in time, I will deliver. I promise I will. Anyways. With all that being said, I want to give some of you a call. I already posted about this. So if you've seen this in my story and you know you're going to get a call listening to this. Oh, damn. That must be so funny knowing what this episode is going to be. Um, So let's see. Who can we call? There's a lot of replies. Damn. Hmm. Let's call Precious first because she said she doesn't have so much time. All right, all right. Where's she? Oh, there she is. I hope she picks up because she and I, we messaged a while ago. I don't even know how much reception I have in here. Let me try WhatsApp. gonna be interesting <laughs> I mean it's almost midnight I hope she hasn't fallen asleep if yes then we're just gonna move on to the next person if you don't know Precious has been featured in the first edition of Naive and also in the extended version She's a great writer and she's a great actress as well. Let's see. All right. Looks like she's sleeping. We'll try the next person. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's call Koyor. Also a great artist. I feel like a lot of people that consume my, my work, they're usually artists. For some reason. <laughs> All right, let's see if he pick up, picks up. <clears throat> hi there. I'm recording, by the way. You want to say hi? Oh, dog, hey, naive podcast. What we saying, guys? Hope you guys are all good. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. Did I sound good? 
I hope so yeah, too. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Sick. All right. How are we, guys? Who are you with? I'm actually with Daniel, Michael, and Joel, but they're keeping quiet because this is a <laughs> personal and one man only or one woman only episode. But um, oh, everyone's in good vibes. By the way. Yeah, shout out to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what we say it. So, what you wanna say? Because I said anyone that I'm calling, speak your mind, keep it short, and yeah, just just let people know whatever is on your mind or what you wanna say to me or to the people out there. Any message you wanna deliver? Okay, the sh- the struggles of being a creative. I feel like right. And let me know if you agree on this, right? Being a creative, like, is such a lonely journey. Because, <laughs> like, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like you're laughing because you might agree. Yeah, I yeah. Know. Yeah. Because my thing is, right, so I'm coming up with something like a project, right? Like, you know yourself, Ashley. Yeah. And because um, this is all new to me, and, like, because I'm going through this journey myself... It's like I get this feeling of needing approval, but sometimes my own approval is not as good as I might think. Fuck yes. That's, you know what's really funny? Before calling, I was um, coming clean with something that I've been feeling as the artist that I am. And this kind of fits in there with the whole validation thing. And a while ago, I actually posted something. I was talking to someone that I really admire, one of my favorite artists. I was telling him and he was like, you know what? Um, if you don't like your own work, don't put it out, but don't seek external validation. That's not what you should be doing. Yeah. And like, I have this problem, right? Cause I get quite, um, enthusiastic and I like showing and sharing like my kind of stuff, to, like my stuff to everyone. Yeah. And I realized like, yo, that's bad. That's quite, that's toxic towards myself. Cause it kind of means that I don't rate myself. The fact that I need validation from everyone. I get you. And I don't know how to kill that thought. Because even if I produce for myself, I still think of the people that will read, the people that will see or listen. And I'm like, are they going to like it? it. And then when I put it out, you know, out of fear of hearing or reading something that will kind of demotivate me, I just turn my phone off every time I put something out. Because I'm like oh my God, I'm stressing out. I want to know what people think. And I'm so obsessed with the feedback, the reception. And it's so toxic. Yeah, I think, you know what I did to kind of kill it a bit? So now at the moment, I just show it to my like friends who are actual creatives or people that I fully respect in the creative world. Mm-hmm. So the way I killed like the thought or need of approval, I literally, I made something that I know that's not up to my standards. <laughs> And I wanted to know how people, how real people were, right? So I showed it to some of my friends. Mm-hmm. Some of them were like, yo, that's sick. And some of them were like, oh, that's dead. Really? Like, that's not you. Yeah, that's not you. Like, no. Do you know what I mean? They're like, that's you know good, I mean? though, that you have some people give you real feedback. Yeah. And then those who told me it's sick, I was like, bro, don't lie to me, man. Like, I we were, <laughs> bro, I literally hung out with you last night. Like, but is it fair to test these people? I feel like it's not really nah, fair. It's, it's not fair, but I just wanted to know how much these guys' opinions, like, mad to me. Like, whether they mad to me mm. or not. Because at the end of the day, it's going to be me, like, making my own stuff. Like, literally, just a lonely journey, like I said before. And... It's just like all these trials that you go through as a person. Like, yeah. I, By the I way, we have Precious have... calling. I called her earlier. Um, if you have anything else to say, say it now, because I will call Precious now. Oh, no. Nah. Um, shout out, athlete. I Thank rate you. what you're doing highly. You can't wait to see more work. Shout out, Precious, mate. <laughs> Toby Nitz. That, follow that. Bro, she's sick. But yeah, no, I love you guys, bro. Uh, thank you again. Love you and too. You and I, I really appreciate your energy and vibes that you've brought here. So take care of thank yourself. You, bro. you too, man. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right, that was lovely. Let's move on to Precious. Oh, she's calling. Hey, one second. I'll give you a WhatsApp call. Oops, I, and I called her for a normal call. But we're in the basement, so the reception isn't really good. <laughs> Daniel, 
Oh. All right. Let's hope Precious picks up now. Hi, Precious. Hi. Hi, we're recording. Say hi to the Naive Podcast listeners. Hi, everyone. So what's on your mind? Um, is there anything you want to deliver as a message? Keep it short. Keep it interesting. I don't know. Do your thing. What's on your mind? I don't know if it's interesting, but it's really short. Um, because, like, I think two weeks ago, I asked you something on your sh- on your uh, page, and you replied. And I just want to, like, give, like, a update, because I think it's going to help other people. Because I asked you, how, how do you stay happy? How does a person stay happy? Especially when they get overwhelmed. Yeah. And you gave the, like, one thing that struck me, what you said was that don't leave by looking forward to your goals. I mean, yeah, put them in mind, <laughs> but leave the day like you already have those things. Yeah. And I just want to say that that was one of the best advice ever. Thank you. <laughs> because I was like drowning in like sadness, unnecessary sadness for stuff I don't even have yet and for things I'm worrying and overthinking. And when you said that, it made so much sense. And I was like, why didn't I think of that shit? And then I thought of it and I was like, oh yeah, that's true. And I also like, I mean, since then I'm not going to say I'm loving sad, but it's just now I, I like learned to appreciate the sadness. Mm-hmm. And the, the sad times, because they're definitely going to happen. Because they're going to happen for the happy times, so I appreciate them. And I also remember not to make myself unnecessarily sad. The and thing is that, was- that there is a divine timing for everything. And now my spiritual side comes out again. But there is a timing <laughs> for everything. And when I gave you that advice, I really, in my core, meant it. Because I myself, I'm not going for easy times. That's what I've been talking about in today's podcast. But... um. You know, when I said that, I really meant it because that's what I've been trying to do and what I've been doing. Even on my worst days, I'm just saying, Ashley, like you still have this, 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 and you've managed to do this. And, you know, just be proud of yourself and be happy about everything that you have reached so far or that you already have in your hands and everything that you want or that's missing. Treat it as an extra, like it's an extra thing. Act like you already have everything. Yeah, true, true. I feel like we're so, like, we humans and everyone is just so cramped up in this world of seeing other things and thinking, oh, I want to be there. And yeah. And that where we are right now, we've prayed for it for a long time. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, we just don't stop to look back, you know? And I think that was my problem. I didn't stop and look back and, and the, see how far I've come. And the thing is that uh, the highest frequency that you can reach as a human being is having gratitude. And yeah. the higher frequency... I mean, the higher your frequency is, the more you attract positivity and positive things into your life. So even if you pray, if you're religious or you manifest, if you're spiritual or you just, you know, wish to have things, if you're none of these, you still need a positive attitude. You know, negativity doesn't bring anything. Yeah, like being cynical about it as nothing. Like, I feel like that's people's problem. Like, some people's problem. They always think, yeah, it didn't happen anyway, so I'm just going to keep it open, like, open mind. By open mind, they mean they've been negative towards it and not believing it's going to happen. And I feel like that's all of our problems. Because, first of all, we're sad the whole time and down. And then what we want, we didn't even put much, like, much of good energy into it, so it doesn't happen at all. So it's like a lose lose situation. The thing is, you can be upset and you can be, you know, sad and depressed. And it's okay because even if you're spiritual, even if you're a positive person, you cannot just sweep all the negative shit under a rug and pretend to be positive all the time. That's not possible. And I think just like let shit happen when you feel shit, just allow yourself to feel shit and accept it and then keep it moving. Like, you know. Just yeah, exactly. I understand what you mean. I suppose you understand what you mean. I have learned to actually appreciate when things are down, when when I'm down, and like like let myself feel it because I feel like the negative times are gonna happen anyway. You know. You know what? Now that you're saying this, I'm actually thinking about how the negative moments and all the shit that I've been going through in the last months have actually made me appreciate all the good things that are in my life and you know that I've had in my past. Oh heck yes. And I and I'm like I've learned like when I'm sad I do I just don't force them like oh I wanna be happy immediately. I yeah. make myself feel like because then it's like a time for 
time for me like where I sit down and reflect and think about everything I have and I'm like yeah I have this and I have this and I'm like I'm grateful for it and I'm not happy about where I am right now but I'm gonna get better like putting like a like not a toxic positive energy but realistic but also positive because just putting all together negative thoughts into it makes no sense you know and that's how and, it should be. And remember, no stars without darkness. You cannot see the stars without darkness. Exactly. That's the truth. That's the truth. And that's like, the, I feel like that's my new mantra because like, <laughs> it actually has been helping. It's been helping. No, really. I, I've been surprised it's been helping because like, I never knew someone could balance like being sad and happy at the same time so well, you know? Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, I get you. Clean your shit and be okay, being okay with it. Like, just being carefree and I think the only way you can be carefree is for you to admit it like okay this is going on it's bad and I can't control it and also control I feel like I am a very controlling person <laughs> and that was my one of my biggest problems because like many things happened that I couldn't control and I hated it so much and I kept thinking about it I kept thinking of ways I could have controlled it and I think that was what dragged me down more yeah it happened it happened there's nothing you can do even if like you can't go back in time you know yeah. And I feel like that was another problem. And I feel like we should also, we humans should also remember that we can't control everything, you know? Exactly. Like, and we shouldn't, actually. The The beautiful part about life is not knowing what's next. That's yeah. one thing that I really had to learn. Um, Because I'm the <laughs> type of person, I always want to know what's next. I always want to know like, what's coming I, to I me. I want to plan it. I want to all down and make sure it happens that way. <laughs> like, and you know I read cards. So I always read my own cards and I'm like, is this going to work out? Is this going to happen? And what's next? And I always do this. But at some point I was like, how about I ask general things? Like, will I be okay in this situation? Or should I make this decision? But I never ask about concrete things in my future because I feel like if I know what's coming to me, I'm just ruining the whole fun of life. And then I have nothing to write about because all every bullshit in my life, you know, those are the things that make you write. You know, yeah. <laughs> take all the pain and turn it into gold. Yeah, that's true. I, I feel like that's like, I don't know. I just wanted to say, like, the reason why I wanted you to call was just for me to say that that helped. Like, that one sentence you said helped, which is funny because for weeks I've been looking for the key to it, you know, the key to ultimate happiness, like, ultimate being fine and all that. And there was no key, it was just that sentence, and it was true. It's like, it's actually the truth. Thank and you. I feel like everyone should walk by it, you know? I am so happy that you took that advice so seriously and it that, that it meant so much to you. I really, really appreciate hearing this. Really. You have no and idea. And I appreciate you giving the advice. And I appreciate you doing the podcast too because I'm always waiting for a new episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, babes. Thank you for this call. Thank um, you gonna move on to the next person it's always good hearing you i'm sending you lots of love and light and yeah love you all right we're calling isabella next she's an amazing person um let's do this i think she's up Hi, Isabella. Hi. Hi. So I'm recording and I just wanted to call certain people that, you know, responded to my story. If you have something to say to me or the audience, um, make it short, make it interesting, speak your heart, whatever you like. Go for it. The short part is going to be hard. Okay. First off, I just wanted to tell you that I'm really grateful and thankful to you for... um, sharing your content and just sharing your thoughts and feelings because I know it's hard (laughs) but with you sharing all this for me I can tell or speak for myself you really kind of helped me a lot and also just made me realize some things and for the interesting part I know lately I was thinking corona and everything that's happening in the world just made me realize Hold up. I think your voice disappeared. Are you still there? Can you hear me? Can you say that again about the corona part? Okay. I think it just made me and people I know realize 
how important it is to be in tune with yourself and to know yourself. Oh, yeah. So I know people who, through Corona or through the situation, just like realize their self-worth and what they need in life. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, I know people who maybe through this realization also realized some issues they have or like mental problems they experience. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that people finally speak up about it because lately I've realized many people finally started speaking about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like normalized to be emotional and, uh, and open about topics. And I really like seeing this as well. And I also have to say, Thank you for saying what you said about my content. I really appreciate it because actually in this episode, I was talking about um, a part of me that I hadn't spoken about and the reason why I haven't been putting much out lately and how I have been feeling. So hearing that right now really does mean a lot to me. And yeah, I completely agree. The pandemic definitely has made people open up more and know their self-worth more and feel a bit more human. Finally. Yeah, I think it's because the world slowed down and everyone really had no other choice than to back away from fast life and all the shallow shit of the modern world that we realized, you know, maybe money isn't everything. Maybe having a job isn't everything. And maybe all that bullshit that we want, you know, all the goals that we've set for ourselves, you know, maybe all that really isn't that deep, you know, having all these things that's amazing and, you know, I myself want to be fucking rich, obviously. But I'm just thinking above that, I just want to be happy. I just want to yes. be happy. Yes, that's the thing. I mean, of course, money is nice, but it's, <laughs> it can't buy happiness. Obviously. And, you know, if I'm sad and I'm in Paris and I'm dressed in all, I don't know, Gucci and I'm happy as fuck yeah. about the shopping that I've did, did and I've been picked up in my Bentley or shit... You know, obviously, mm. be- sadness in that state is a little bit better than being sat with no roof above my head or no food or whatever. But still, yes, sad. I mean, happiness hand, comes oh, from sorry. a lot of other things, not just ma- materialist shit, you know. Yes. Yes. And we, oh, okay, sorry. On the other hand, like, if I'm sitting, I don't know, in a ghetto or whatever in a park with my friends and wearing basic shit Mm. i'll be happier than i'll be in paris alone by myself probably see that's that's what i'm saying you know this is what i've been talking about with alex and ali i feel like i would or momo as well included um i feel Uh, like if i was broke with all of them together and we were sharing a piece of bread together mm. i would be happier than being rich but not having them with me because I love these people so much I just know that in whatever situation I am they would make me the happiest so that comes above mm-hmm. I hear you oh I know this <laughs> that's the thing anything <laughs> else you want to add like on so many levels. no just wishing you a nice evening and thank you for the call. thank you Continue. it's good hearing you <laughs> Take care of yourself, Same. and I hope I see you before I leave Vienna. Oh, just text me whenever you can. I'll make time. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> well, lots of love Bye. to you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Let's see. Before I finish this episode, there were a lot of people that wanted a call, but it's getting a little bit long. I'm just going to read one message that somebody sent. They said, I'm going to sleep right now, but just read this if you want to know. Being creative is an ability all of us have, but only few of us have the ability to express their creativity and ideas through art like you did. You can be proud of yourself. This is a message to everybody. If you try drawing or rapping or doing literally anything artsy, don't let people with tunnel visions ruin it by saying it's bad or not perfect or whatever. I also draw some abstract stuff that not everybody understands, but I feel the appreciation and recognition my drawings deserve by people that understand it. Okay, whatever. I'm going to stop talking. I'm try- I'm tired and this message-, message is all over the place. Elameo, good night. This was written to me by Fadis Mirai. 
on Instagram. Um, I appreciate this. Thank you. This fits the episodes, uh, episode as well. I'm sending you lots of love when you're listening to this. Honestly, you have no idea how much that means to me. Um, yeah, guys, I'll call this an episode. My father is calling me. It's um, almost midnight. And obviously, you know, fathers, especially Turkish fathers, they're worried. Um, so first of all, before I end this, I want to say thank you to every single person that has been with me. From the beginning of this journey, from the middle phase of this journey, from just recently, it doesn't matter when you, you know, joined, when you joined my journey, um, it really doesn't matter because you're appreciated. You're very, very appreciated. And I remember names of people that give me feedback about my work. I appreciate people that just say, oh, this is good, or the simplest compliment that you could make for my work. I remember, I fucking remember your name, your Instagram name, your age, everything. Why? Because I appreciate anyone taking their time to even indulge in, you know, the tiniest bit of my work. And I have to say that I'm working on my shit. And this is just one step into the right direction of me, you know, fighting my demons. And um, you're going to hear a lot of about me and from me directly and indirectly <laughs> in the future. I'm working on big, big, big projects and there is a lot, a lot coming up and I don't want to disappoint. I'm doing my best and I promise to deliver the best I can. Um, and I love you guys, each one of you. I really do. And I hope you're doing well wherever you are. And I hope you understand that we all go through difficult times and that everything is just a little life lesson or a big life lesson. And that what we can do is to make the best out of it. And to my fellow creatives out there, imposter syndrome kills creativity. Once you start doubting your work and you start comparing your work, you're just going to kill your creativity. You're going to create, you're going to um, kill the artist inside of you. And you don't want that to happen. My suggestion is be real to yourself and how you can be real to yourself is to accept everything that goes on inside of you. So if you're upset about your work, if you feel like shit, just live through all these emotions. Just, you know, have a little breather, be upset a little bit. You know, one thing that I learned from my therapist is that when I feel shit mentally, when I'm going through something mentally, I should treat it like a physical illness you know, have bed rest, drink a lot, eat my favorite foods, watch my favorite shows and just treat myself as I'm physically sick. So that's what I've been doing. And I've been trying to be nicer to myself and so should you. Everyone should be nice to themselves. Of course, being a little bit critical um, about your work and about yourself is healthy. Of course, God complexes are not healthy and you should never think that you're the very best. But you should know that you're always working on the best version of yourself and um, be nice to yourself with every critic that you give give to yourself and understand that there is room for improvement, even if you're amazing and that um, everyone has flaws and it's just natural. And um, yeah, that's about it. I've talked my tongue dry and it's getting late. I will call this an episode. So yeah, until next time, guys. <laughs>